Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Good Girl Mafia podcast. Happy New Year, everybody. As you know, for January 2020, we are talking about creating a 2020 vision for your life. And for the last two weeks, I had on a certified life coach, Ryan Haddon. And she really went, took us through the nuts and bolts of creating a vision. And we did that with a certified life coach. So I really hope you got a lot out of it. And if you haven't yet, please go to the Good Girl Mafia website for all of the free 2020 vision guides that I provide for you to help you along the way. You are not alone. This isn't some hack that you have to do. We are there for you. Go to the website. They are free and you can print them out for your computer and get started. So I want you to tune in to the podcast for these final two weeks of January because we are going to talk about the element of empowerment that no one else seems to discuss. And that is what to leave behind. My personal 2020 vision came about the hard way, death, divorce, and leaving a really good steady job as a national TV host for over a decade. As I moved through that very difficult time, one thing became abundantly clear to me. I was not agile or flexible because of all the stuff that was packed into every nook and cranny of my home. I don't know if you can relate to this, but I know a lot of you can. I would literally get stressed out every time I entered a room and one room in particular, it was like my catch-all, like all the junk, everything I didn't know what to do with went in that room. And it just, it wasn't just physical clutter. It was mental clutter. I was stressed out because it was not how I wanted to live. So when I embarked on my path and it turned out to be a very emotional journey of just letting all this stuff go. So in this two-part podcast series, we're going to talk about that specific element of empowerment that again, nobody talks about what to leave behind. So we have the perfect guest to help us out today. Michelle Delery is the owner of Modern and Minimalist. She is a professional organizer, a certified Marie consultant based in Toronto, Canada, and I found her by pure fluke on Instagram, and it was love at first sight, and I know how much letting go has given me, and I want, it was a hard process though, and I want it to be easier for you, which is where Michelle comes in. Michelle, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Diana. Thank you so much for having me on this. I'm so glad you're here, you know. Both, it, it just occurred to me that both of my guests this month I met on Instagram. Is that not crazy? Oh, that's crazy. I yeah, know. it's amazing how connected we are now and how easy it is to find each other now through this. It is. It really is. <laughs> and I'm so glad that that you agreed to be here today. And of course, Michelle's going to be providing um, content for us on the website as well. So look for that. You know, Michelle, sure. you have worked with countless clients. Tell me why. Why, through all of your experience, why do we hold on to so much stuff? I'm sure you've noticed trends, yes. common threads. Is it a barrier yes. of time, effort? Is it overwhelm? Like, what is it? What are we doing? I know we're holding on to too much guilt, I think. I think it's because people, you know, know they've spent so much money on the things that they've accumulated in their homes that they're afraid to just let it go because they've invested so much in things. But it's also the stuff that have meaning behind it. So if you're attached to anything because of someone special to you that gave you something, there's that guilt of letting it go because you might think that person might be upset that you let it go. Or maybe this person's no longer in your life and it's just that memory of that person. So I'm finding that there's a lot of guilt that people are 
holding on to. And it's just a matter of letting that go. Guilt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and again, I go back to, it's not about the stuff. It, that's it really what I isn't. learned. It's not about the stuff. And I can 100% relate to what you just said. It's like the money Amazing. I spent and I'm just going to let it go. But exactly. that, that keeps us in a negative spiral that keeps us in the guilt. It's true. It's true. And I think um, what we need to realize is that a lot of these things have already served us, you know, so uh-huh. just realizing that as well, because, you know, a lot of the things that we do have, we're not using. And why do we keep it if we're not actually using it or enjoying it? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I'm just more of a realist, too. And um, like, just like yourself, you went through something major in your life, as did I. And that was kind of like the push to realize what these things are doing for me in my life and how they're serving me. So you've been there too. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been through major losses in life and, um, I lost my father in 2007. Um, I lost a job in, uh, 2014. And, you know, when you go through those major changes in your life, it just kind of like motivates you to do something about it. Um, you don't realize it yet, but you know, when you're going through, the the hardship, it's actually preparing you for something more major. And I think because I've been through such major losses in life, mm-hmm. losing things is not as big of a deal to me. Interesting. <laughs> I like how you put that, but that is perspective. That's absolutely perspective. It is. For sure. We know, Michelle, that environmental clutter is mental and emotional clutter, it's true. It is. It's what true. What are some of the hidden ways that our unorganized environments are affecting us? Yeah, so it can trigger a lot of stress. Um, it just makes us not focus anymore. Um, anxiety is also another thing that it can trigger. Um, also, like chronic restlessness, like you are constantly tidying and you don't realize it when you are in your home and you see things um, maybe you're constantly putting things away, but we're not realizing like, maybe we don't need these things that we keep putting away, or maybe we just need to organize it better. But for myself, I was freelancing from home. So this was like my journey to entrepreneurship and I was working from home and I realized I couldn't focus because all of the things surrounding me were just distracting me. And I was tidying more and decluttering more than actually doing my work. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah, I knew I had to solve that problem. And that's basically when I discovered minimalism. And then I thought, okay, this is how I want to live my life. And I tried so many different methods. They didn't quite work until I discovered the Kanmari method. So I was amazed that something so simple as to the reason of why you keep things, um, does it bring you joy? Um, really helped me in decluttering and letting go. It's interesting because, you know, just to back up a moment about talking about that guilt, right? Mm. Oftentimes we keep things because we feel guilt. The anxiety and the stress of the guilt that mm-hmm. of holding on to it. And, and it's hard to break. And this is, again, my personal experience and everybody's yeah. different and, and you may or may not agree, but the f- initial breaking through of that guilt was mm-hmm. a watershed moment right? It it really was. And it was hard. It was really hard to do. But once I broke through that, 
And mm. it, it all began to sort of like snowball. Oh, and I'll let this go true. and I'll let this go and I'll let this go. And it's that true. that really alleviated the guilt, which started to alleviate the stress of of just crap everywhere. It's true. <laughs> it's so true. Like, I don't know about you, but, you know, if you've experienced a loss, you um, end up with that person's stuff. And that's something that I had to deal with. I actually took my dad's stuff. Um, and I moved with it. Like when I moved to another home, I brought it with me. So like, um, only until I discovered minimalism is when I started to really let go because I thought, you know, um, who's going to let go of it if I'm not here, (laughs) you know? So it's just, I know it's a, it's a bit hard to realize that, but, um, it's the, the journey of life that we're all going to experience. Right. So, Yeah. You know, I was, one of the things I let go was this incredible job that I had worked so hard for. Yeah, I was a host on HSN for for over a decade. And that meant way too many clothes. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Host, host standards (laughs) versus civilian standards of how much clothes you need in your closet are totally, it's totally different. I had, and I also had a lot of product samples and Ah. it sounds so great and so glamorous and Ooh, you get all this stuff and Oh, you have so many clothes. And in a way it really was like it was for, for a time, but then it shifted and it was swallowing me whole. Mm -hmm, And, mm -hmm. and honestly, it took a few years for me to actually climb out of it. What I found Mm -hmm. Michelle was I wasn't brutal enough in Mm -hmm. my initial purge stages. It's like I went through stages and I actually ended up in the end prolonging the process, I guess, because Mm -hmm. what I thought I was going to let go of, and then, then I was left with another layer of it. And then I was like, Oh wow, I, I have still have too much stuff. And then there was another layer of it. What was your experience like? And do you see that with your clients too? Yeah. So I think, um, you know, for everyone, it's, it's a bit hard to devote that time, right? Like sometimes you need that push of something major that happened to you Mm -hmm. in order to really want to do it. So obviously it starts with your mindset, right? You need, you need to be in it to really do it. Um, just like with any lifestyle change that you go through in life. Um, if you want to lose weight, eat healthier, um, you need to have that mindset to be committed and continue to do it or else it won't happen. So I remember, yeah, in the early stages, um, I did find myself, um, doing it bit by bit because I didn't find the right method yet. And I actually tracked my journey on my Instagram account in the early stages and I realized, like, I was letting go of stuff that I actually wanted. <laughs> I think oh. I didn't have the right. <laughs> I think I didn't really know the right meaning. Oops. Like, why am I letting it go? It's like, okay, I haven't used this in like six months. Because you you do have to think about those things. Like, what are you not really using? Right. You know. But you know, I guess I was thinking about all these different reasons, and only until I found the main reason of what sparks joy, which is what you love that it all made sense to me. Mm-hmm. And then it, it really motivated, motivated me to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, once I saw the, you know, the process of how it was changing me in my home, then I was like, I want to keep going. So I think once you start it the right way, it will continue. The and you right won't way. be doing little yeah. bits by bits here and there, because I think everything else that I tried, I felt like, you know, pe- people tend to purge seasonally, right? Or I mean, I know where you are right now in California, you got one season, right? 
So maybe it's quarterly, you know, or just whenever you feel like it. But when you do the method the right way, you do it once and never again. Yeah, that's great. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about that method more uh, in part two. I don't want anyone to to, to feel like like we're leaving (laughs) you hanging. We're going to talk about that more uh, next week as well. Like I said earlier, uh, Michelle, I wish I had been more brutal in the earlier yes. phases. And it's again, because I was just in my mind getting rid of stuff. I didn't mm-hmm. have a, a reason behind it. There wasn't a focal right. point. It was just like overwhelm. I have right, so much right. stuff. What do so I do with stuff. this? Yeah. yeah. And, and what I realized, they weren't just things. There was mm-hmm. a lot of emotion built into it. And, ah. and in my mind, whether it was right or wrong, it wasn't about the things. It was. It represented for me all of my years of hard work, mm-hmm. my sacrifice, you know, getting up at two in the morning every day and being on the mm-hmm. air at 6 a.m., you know, going on the air at midnight, coming home at three in the morning. Like these were my rewards, right? The, mm-hmm. the, these are, my, my time was so monopolized. My yeah. life wasn't my own. I worked so hard that these were my rewards and it re- represented that. It was yeah. just so much of it. So how do we manage those emotions as we go like give us some tools some how to's mm. with with managing it because I'm sure you've seen tears you've seen it yeah, all yeah I have yeah and I think um, just realizing too that a lot of these things that you worked hard for has served you already like realizing that it has already served you but also that um, these things won't be in your life forever too or you can't really take it with you when you're no longer here, right? I think you have to mentally think about that too, and that someone else will have to deal with your things too, Mm -hmm. um, when you're not here, right? I know that's pretty deep in there, but, (laughs) but I think it's just, um, being realistic too, because I know, you know, we work hard, we want to treat ourselves to things, but that's all temporary happiness, you know? And, yeah, I think we just need to find happiness in different ways instead of finding it in things. And we know that our things don't define us, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's what we do as, as a person in our lives, how we treat people, right? So um, just remembering that, you know, these things have served us in our lives. It brought us joy when we first purchased it and for however long you've used it. But it's okay to let it go because it's, not serving us maybe the way uh, it used to, you know, and, and it's for the person we are today. These are the things that you, the things you choose to keep are for the person you are today, not for the person you were in the past. And that's what people got to realize. Like we all change and evolve as people. And I'm sure your taste changes as well with the things you got in your home. So remembering that you're choosing what it is that you want to keep in your life for who you are today. That's, that's, that's a mic drop. Yeah, that's a mic drop right there. It it Aww. really is. I, I think that's going to help so many people as they stare down that one item. And it's like, is this is this the Diana? Is, is this the Michelle from 10 years ago when you were in that right. marketing job when I was, you know, it's hosting true. every day? Or is this the entrepreneur Diana today? Like, does right. this Diana need it? That's huge. Girls, write that Thank one you. down. Right. <laughs> and what happens when the tears come? I mean, they will come, but I mean, it will go away just like any hardship in life. Everything is temporary, right? So, Mm. you know, the hardships are going to create that positive outlook in life and you're going to see that change in your mind. It's 
it's the amazing thing that comes from all of this. Yeah. You'll see. <laughs> and and that's why that's why I have Michelle on the podcast because I really truly believe that this is the part of empowerment that nobody talks about. Because how can you step into your 2020 vision? How can you step into what that person looks like if you still have all the old stuff lying there behind you? Because Mm -hmm. it is, you know, Ryan talked a lot about the subconscious mind last week and Mm -hmm. how it actually dictates 95% of what we do, right? Yeah. And she talked about the visuals around us. What if your whole home Everything Mm -hmm. around you is an ode to who you were 10 years ago. Like that's not going to serve you in this next chapter. I, I, I just think this is so important girls. I'm speaking from my (laughs) own experience because I have experienced firsthand how much more empowered I feel now that Mm -hmm. I don't have a ton of stuff weighing me down anymore. How are some of the ways an organized space with just the things we need and love impact empowerment? Break it down for us. Yeah. So when I experienced it, finally, after I've decluttered my home and seen a change in my home, that's when I saw the magic, the life-changing magic. (laughs) Um, And that's when I started just to attract so much more positive things that I never imagined would happen to me. And It's amazing what the power of your mind can do. Um, It's so important that you visualize that life that you want because I'm doing things in my life that I never thought I would be doing. And it was only until this life transformation in my home allowed me to have that time to really think about how I want to create the life that I really want. And I'm just so amazed at the, the laws of attraction. Like I've attracted positive people, positive opportunities, and I mean, I'm just so excited to see what, you know, this year will bring 2020. Like it's just going to continue that way. And it has been that way since I've discovered the method, to be honest. Um, Just having that positive mindset has created so much more. So when you let go of things, you gain so much more in your life that you want to experience. And I think there, there are going to be some women who are listening right now and they're finding it hard to believe. Right. They're saying like, but I love (laughs) shoes. I love shoes. And I have this collection and I've Mm. had, I have a hundred pairs and, and I love these shoes. So you're telling me that if I get rid of 50 of them, I'm going to, but, but the answer really is, yeah, it, 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 that's, that's the net net. The answer is yes. 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 I think, um, when you go through all this, you're going to start appreciating what you have in your home Mm -hmm. and you're going to gain that gratitude that gratitude that you should have so that it prevents you from accumulating even more into your home, you know? So once you actually like appreciate those things, those 100 pairs of shoes, I mean, you know, really simplify it to be what you truly love. Um, that is your style that you love, that you love to wear for today, for today, for who you are today, (laughs) for who you are today. Yes. And And yeah, once you start appreciating it, that's when you realize like, I'm not going to go shop anymore. I'm not going to go out and buy another pair of shoes because I already have enough that I love. Yeah. So, so, you know, we've clearly established and and you've gone through it. I've experienced it as well, that this is more than just clutter and stuff in your home. This is emotional. This is mental clutter. This is emotional clutter. And I found it emotional going through the cluttering process at every single layer of it. What are some Mm. of the ways, Michelle, that we can prepare ourselves mentally and emotionally, like 
for our purge so we don't get caught three weeks from Mm. now in a puddle of tears and then give up. Yeah. So like I said in the beginning, it's all about, you know, having that mindset. You know, if you really want to do this, you can do it. Just you got to you got to make that time too to do it. So changing your mindset, making that time. And I know that's something that people have a hard time giving to, you know, like you don't want to give your free days to just purge. But what you gain afterwards, it's worth the investment of your time. So little things like, yeah, just remembering, you know, the bigger picture, like that is your ideal lifestyle, like that is going to motivate you to get through um, everything. So if you just keep that in your mind, like what, how I want to live my life, like this is what is going to motivate you to get through it mentally. And it's really funny you bring that up because, mm. you know, oh, I don't, I don't know if I want to spend like four days purging. It's going to take <laughs> so much time. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I have more time on my hands now than I See? ever did before because I See? took the time and effort to do it. See, exactly. You get the gift of time, you know, you devote the time to it and then you gain the gift of time in life. Who, and and honestly, (laughs) had you told me that, you know, before I started and there are women who are listening right now and it's like, had you told me that I'd be like, "Mm mm-hmm. Sure, sure. But really, I have so much more time now that I can devote to things that I love, not the frustration of picking up Mm -hmm. and cleaning up. It's true. You don't have that waste of time anymore. You're when your home's in order, you can put things back right away to where they belong and no more wasted time on the things that don't really matter to you. Yeah, because think about a typical, you know, Monday morning. And I I wrote an article years ago and and people loved it. It was the the article was entitled something along the lines of your closet is messing with your head. Oh, yeah. And it's like, think (laughs) about every day you go into your closet and you, what's that experience like? Are you, where is mm. that other shoe? Yeah. Where is that skirt? Oh, nothing mm-hmm. fits. I'm so mm-hmm. fat. Oh, I need mm-hmm. to clean up. That other skirt's at the dry cleaners. Oh, you need to get more organized because you got to, this is, this creates first thing in the morning, beginning of the week, a whole negative cycle already clean out the closet, get rid of the things that don't fit, keep the things that you love. It's going to be so much easier. You will gain so much time. Like that's a tangible example I can give you. Just getting my closet in order has given me back so much time. It's true. It's true. I take like five minutes to get ready. And yeah, I don't have to worry about what to wear because I can easily find it too. So it's true. It makes such a difference getting ready every day. It really does. Okay, girls. So, so here it is. Okay. That piece of the puzzle that no one talks about when it comes to empowerment, what to leave behind. And now that we know that environmental clutter is absolutely mental and emotional clutter, take Michelle's advice. This is your starting point. Okay. Take her words to heart and start preparing yourself this week. Start just getting yourself into the right mindset. Look around your home for the next week and really be intentional and thoughtful as you look at things. Be mindful of what's your morning like. Do you know where the deodorant is? You know, can you find your hairspray? Is your shoe somewhere on the other side of the house? Like just sort of take stock of what the day is like. Can you not find the milk in the fridge? All of these things, because it stresses you out. Even though you've gotten used to it, it is a stress point for you. Because when we come back next week, we're going to do a deep dive into the big 
how, H-O-W, how, how do we minimize and organize so that we can truly thrive? So join Michelle and I next week on the Good Girl Mafia podcast. In the meantime, Michelle, how do we find you on Instagram? What's your website, please? Yeah, so you can find me at Modern and Minimalist on Instagram, and my website is modernandminimalist.com. I love your website. I love your Instagram. I really do. It was love at first sight. So go. (laughs) That means so much. I I mean it. I mean it. Go and follow (laughs) Michelle. Get yourself into the mindset. Um, Michelle has also written some articles for you for goodgirlmafia.com. So those are going to be featured for you this week and next week as well. So go to the website. You can print those out. As you know, I've put a ton of free material for you, worksheets, how to create a 2020 vision, print them out. There's no timeline, girls, but let's get started, okay? We have got you covered. We will see you back here next week on the Good Girl Mafia podcast where Michelle's going to tell us how to actually go about letting go of all of those things. We'll see you back here next week.